Sun is shining. AFL finals are in the air for the next 45 to 55 minutes, depending on how long we babble on for. There is nothing to do with quarantine. There is nothing to do with lockdowns, no COVID. All positive. It is all positive. Now, now, gentlemen, except for Brownie's outfit and the shaved hair at the moment. Now, for those uh, that are listening, Brownie has shaved his hair. because looks good, though, doesn't it? It does look good. I admit it looks good (laughs) because you can't get to a hairdresser. But I think Brownie's seen the shaved head and he's gone... I might just, just dress this up with a, with a pair it with a black jacket that looks out <laughs> a romper stomper. For our listeners that can't see it, there's a, like a little tag. There is a, like zip, a zip on the sleeves and a little tag. He's you meant to take the, to tag. take the tag off though, mate. I did ask Christina when I got it and I said, do I take this off? Because it's not no, normally on the, no, the clothes I have. definitely take it off. And she said, no, you leave it on there. So I left it on there. <laughs> he you does know? what he's told, mate. I do. I'm a hey, changed man. We're off the back of, I think, for as long as I've followed footy, there has not been a more exciting round 23 or round 22 in the old parlances than we had. It was just magnificent. That Saturday, you had the, you had Clarko's Start on farewell Friday game. night, though. Well, Friday night. The, dogs kick, uh, the, the power kicking the last three goals to knock the dogs off. Magnificent. They had the draw between, for Clarko's last yeah, game. Five yep. goals in six minutes from the Tigers. In yep. Brisbane winning by the kicking that the, the Cameron goal. kicking yep. So they won by that, that one point that got them over the line. Into the Melbourne comeback. Yeah. Like, it does not get better. So, mate, it was great footy, wasn't it? We were sitting at, down at Geelong waiting to do, the obviously, the the, uh, the Geelong game down there against Melbourne. And we're watching on an iPad what's happening up in Brisbane. It was just unbelievable, yeah. wasn't it? it was, uh, I think everybody, and it's been a hard year for everybody, whether you're in lockdown, you're out of lockdown. Footy hasn't been the best spectacle this year. Obviously, no crowds. It makes it hard. Even when you go and you're at the ground, as fortunate as we are, it's hard to get excited calling the games, commentating, and there's just no atmosphere. But that round of football, even though there was no crowd down at Geelong, it was brilliant because coming from Melbourne in the last quarter, the highlight for me, and obviously the Max Gorn goal, but you could physically hear the players yeah. when they kicked the goal all yelling out, yeah, at the same time. There was no one there and the cameras picked that up. That was brilliant and uh, the Demons did a great job. Like broadcasting those games this year, Nate, and you know, it, it's sort of been hard, hasn't it, has it? Been, without the yeah. crowd because you sort of re- rely what, on the crowd. What's harder, the getting in, because when you're in a studio, yeah. you you get sort of a fabricated oh, noise and whatnot. It's easier in the studio. It's harder it's in the studio yeah. to, harder at the ge- ground. to generate yeah. because you're just screaming to an empty stadium. Yeah. yeah. So we were down in Geelong and during the third quarter, the producers sort of said, oh, we've got to get up a little bit more, you know, because mm. – and we're like, yeah, we do, you know, but you're normally feeding off the crowd. Yeah. But when when mm. uh, Gorn kicked that goal, like I had the genuine goosebumps in the box. So, yeah, it was unbelievable. Hey, big week for your home state because not only are they getting finals footy for the – I would dare say the first time, unless it was a weird – is it the first time? Uh, first time for yeah, finals, yeah. They have announced – that after all the hoo-ha of last week, they are going to at least put it to the presidents for a 19th licence down yeah. in Tassie. So, yes, yeah, so that's been confirmed now through the AFL and the Tasmanian government that the AFL Commission will be presented with the opportunity to grant a 19th licence. Now, they've still got a vote. You've got to get mm. 75% of the vote. There's a lot of self-interest there from other clubs as well. Do they want another team? You know, there's going to be compromised drafts probably and, and all of that sort of stuff. But surely, surely it gets through. What about the Premier? came out and he was hard with yeah, the AFL, really good. hard. And it could have gone either way. The people of Tasmania could have gone with him or they could have gone against him saying, no, we want some sort of football. But he called the bluff and then the AFL thought, you know, how do we appease this situation? How do we make it a little bit better? <laughs> we'll give him two finals down Yes. There. And the jewel in the crown is the Doggies Essendon final. Yes. That is, And there's 15,000 yep. people allowed there? Uh, you can get... 
you can get uh, 20 into your oh, I think this is going to be brilliant. I think that is the final that uh, is tickling my fancy. Yep. See how the Bombers go. Yep. The only side they've beaten in the top eight this year has been the Bulldogs. They're 1-8 and eight against everybody else. So that's going to be a ripping final down in Tasmania. A lot of people have asked why didn't Hobart get one? You know, one in Hobart and one in Launceston. It's based around the availability of the cameras and the setup down there. Ah, yeah, that's that's more what it ship is. Ship them up. Yeah. Uh, Port Geelong. Where, where, are your, where are your thoughts oh, on this? Leaning towards Port Adelaide. Just because oh. Geelong's injury concerns, they're not going to have Zach Tui, I don't think. We don't Tom, know the sides. Tom, Stewart, Tom Stewart's obviously. not playing. And I just think their form, they were very good against the Demons, but their rush of goals came pretty quickly and they got to that lead. Um, so I just think Port Adelaide are playing great footy at the moment. Uh, One six in a row, Port. As long as they don't bomb too much to Charlie Dixon, who wasn't mm. a factor last week. Alex Keith did a really good job, but they found goals elsewhere. And I thought they should have beaten the Bulldogs by further. Mm. Um, they dominated that game. So long have known for a while they've been going to Adelaide to play this game, so it won't worry them, but they probably didn't think they are going to be playing against Port at home. So yeah. for that reason, I think Port Adelaide win. Yeah, I think just Port Adelaide for me. Look, Port have been around the mark now for three or four years with Ken Hinckley, and at the start of this year, he, you know, he put it out there that we want to win the Premiership. We think that we can, and I just feel like they're building perfectly. Yep. They've had a lot of injuries. They've had 18 surgeries during the season, but they're getting everyone back at the right time. They've won six in a row. Hopefully Fantasia comes in. I think they went cautious with him last week. I'll ask you a question, Richo. Yeah. Um, the ruck battle. So yeah. Scotty Lysett's a great player, but you've got big Reece Stanley who has had a horror week, let's be honest. He, he should not have been where he was when Max Gorn took that mm. mark. Mm. So say you, I'm going to put you in Chris Scott's position and I don't know what Reece Stanley's like, how he responds to adversity or, yeah. or do you wind him up that hard to say you owe us this week? You're going Ooh. up against a guy that is pretty rock hard, fit and tough. Yeah. Scotty Lysett. Big fella, yeah. bikey, um, really good player. Yeah. Thought he dominated the dogs last week. So how hard do you go this week winding Reece Stanley up? Because that could be the difference between Geelong win or lose this game straight into a prelim is how Reece Stanley performs. I reckon if I was Chris Scott, I would have backed him straight in after the game, which he did in the press conference. Yeah, he had a bad last quarter, but before that he was pretty good, yep. Reece Stanley. You know, I saw he was in the votes on some of the media outlets, even though he had that poor last quarter. Back him in after And a the poor game. last moment as well. Yeah, last and the then he turned around blaming blaming other people but as I well. But I don't think they've got another option, Nate. So I reckon he would have pumped him up during the week yep. and they'll go with him this week. Big job for Reese. Hey, a matchup that will be uh, just, you think, making the administrators at AFL HQ very, very happy. The Battle of the Bridge, they first called this matchup. Sydney versus GWS. Battle of the Bridge in Tassie. Yeah. Mm. I think I think Sydney are in better form. The Giants, you know, they're playing good footy. They they weren't that categoric in beating Carlton last week who were undermanned. I just think Sydney are in the better form. I think you go with the, the form teams in, in finals. I think it'll be close. If the Swan, the, the Giants are great in the contest. I think the Swans move the ball better and have just got more scoring options. So I think Sydney in that one. If I was Leon Cameron, I'd be, they played four weeks ago, I think. Yep. Uh, it yeah. wasn't that long ago and it was seven goals to one. If Leon Cameron, he'd be watching that tape back. Hey, okay, what are we doing that first quarter that got us that lead. What did we stop doing in that second quarter? What did Sydney bring to the table after that? I genuinely think the Giants can win this yeah. game. I think they Bring rise to the occasion yeah. against Sydney. It would they not beat surprise them. Don't me either they way. They beat them up in Sydney earlier this year yeah. too. Wouldn't surprise me either way. I think they're both going pretty well. Dollar sixty-seven you're getting for Melbourne, and the punters are piling in four times the cash on Melbourne <laughs> than Brisbane. Well, I wouldn't be piling in. They're going okay, Melbourne, and they won that game last week. But this Brisbane team is outstanding mm. at the moment, and they are flying. Yeah. And to do what they did last week, and they didn't play 
amazingly well, but when they needed to, they kicked six of the last seven goals. Their forward line is functioning. Um, having the big fella back, Marcus Adams, in their defensive part of their game has helped them immensely. Um, I think this, again, is a 50-50 game. Brisbane are the form team. They, they, they bring in the form that no other team brings in. Yeah. I reckon this is the upset for me. I, oh, yeah. I, I think Melbourne are going really well and they deserve to be yep. favourites. But if there's going to be an upset, it wouldn't be. They celebrated them. hard last week, too. They did. Like, the, the Was num- it their grand final last week? Uh, I think they've. That's I, what people will say, though. I think they they've done. They, ce- they normally celebrate their achievements, Melbourne. Oh, number one defence in the comp v the number one attack. Mm. Brisbane can score quicker than anyone. So that 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 is where it's won and lost for me. Mm. And I, I think Brisbane just have more ability to score, but <clears throat> the width of the Adelaide Oval suits how Melbourne defend. You know, Brisbane score heavily at the Gabba, which is as wide as any ground in the competition. So can Brisbane get through? Um, but if there is going to be an upset, this would be the one for me. But I, I probably... I think you got to back Melbourne just because they're favourites. Got a question for you. If you were, just say this was Rich, before Richmond won that, that first yeah. flag and you weren't working and you had to sort of, you know, get to the game yourself, yeah. would you be making, would you be putting things in place to get over to Perth to watch Richmond win this fir- that first flag? I would, but I don't think you can get into Perth. Unless oh, there's ways. There is yeah. ways. If you're creative. You can go to Darwin and then come down to oh, hang Perth. Hang <laughs> Yeah, you're creative. If I'd you love get, to hear. What are you going to get a submarine into the Swan River? Right? Gets in and big Mark okay, McGowan I, doesn't see. I would him. not. I'm not endorsing or condoning anything illegal. But like, okay, just, there are ways the that you HR can. Ready. There are ways that you can get in legally. How? Yeah. You can apply for a permit. You know, come up with. Some, oh, look, I would come up with some reason. I, if you are creative. So you're going to lie on the reason the permit. I might take some creative license with my reason for a permit. So, what yes. would your reason be? I don't. Well, I don't, I don't know the the criteria well enough. But even that, you know, I'd if I trying. was fully vaccinated. So this is a comment whatnot, without thinking, isn't it? <laughs> I'm starting to dig myself in a hole. But I'm just saying, if you can legally get to Perth, I would be trying every option available. If I was a Melbourne supporter and I had the facility to be able to get over there and and do it, I would try everything I could. You do have to feel for Melbourne fans. Oh. 50 years without a flag and the first time. I'll still be happy. Who cares? If they win it, they win it. Still a flag. All right, what about this? I'll put this hypothetical to you. I know this is not hypothetical, but it's a, a good time. Would you, be, If you're a Melbourne fan, would you prefer to, ha- to win this flag in Perth when you have to watch it just at home by yourself or I can guarantee you a minor premiership next year. No, no you take it. I'm taking a flag. I can't guarantee anything. Mate, I'm it's, it's been you know it's been a long time now. But imagine see, seeing it sitting just at home, just with the, with the yeah. dial. You can see more on TV, pretty much. It's a lot. It's sixty years ago, nearly mm. since last. Like grand final day, we'll be allowed to have people at our house. I reckon. Not we're not a snowball's chance in having that. Mate, that's not like the last thing they give us. Five weeks away. Yeah, but that's the last thing they give us is people at home. Yeah, I Mate. reckon you'd be able to have ten people at your house. Uh, it'd be so. fitting to round up. We The home and away season is done and dusted, which means we've got one final top five from you, Brownie. It is, hum. It is. What about Let's... the dogs and Essendon? Who's we we, did, oh, we did speak about that oh. a little bit off the top, but I, I think the dogs will win. I think the dogs will win. I think they'll bounce back. So I think the, the, the two best moments of the whole uh, season come last week. So, number one, uh, do you want me to go from five to one, hum? I, I think given that that's how every single list the in the world has yep. ever done, you don't start with your best yeah. and go oh. to fifth. Go to fifth up to first. Yes, that would be how you Well, the top it. five moments of the season, five. He's got nothing written down either. Five was the Hawthorne situation. I think the fact that Alistair Clarkson, the greatest coach we've seen in the last 20, 25 years, Sam Mitchell comes in, Jeff Kennett didn't want him out there, and then the Hawks. Just burst home. So that is one of the top five moments of the season. Gary Rowan's kick after the siren down in Geelong. Yep. 
That was a massive moment. Um, Josh Bruce, 10 goals. No other player kicked 10 goals this year. And I think to kick 10 goals in this day and age, that is massive. We we did that game, obviously, on the radio, and you you were there as well. Remember that last sort of... 10 minutes when he was getting close. And they've all pushed up and, so got, and Luke Beveridge got in those 10 goals. Yeah. And then the top two, if that's three, is last week. So Brisbane did what they did and just the theatre around it, the yeah. the score being in the bottom, then Chris How many Bacon times did it flip? In. It flipped about yeah, five or six times. Yeah, it kept going. It was, it was uh, you couldn't look away. And then Maxie Gorn after the siren, number one. Ooh, very uh, – Sort of weighted towards the back end of the season. Did you just well, forget? Have you just ignored the whole well, they, first twenty games? It's clearly going to be more <laughs> hysteria around a result like that, huh? I, between you and I, Richo, given that Brownie has no notes written down and he's just come up with things that have happened in the last seven days, Josh I don't Bruce, think too much preparation. Josh Bruce happened in round. Josh Bruce happened in round three. He's got a photographic memory, mate. Hey, all right, we're going to wrap up our favourite footy league. Of course, we speak of the North West Football Association. Okay, I'll say, we'll do it in a minute. <laughs> down in Tassie because it is finals time down yep. there. Yep. Get the screen, the, the scores up on the screen. Now, this is Wesley Vale. Now, I, I need to tell you this. Wesley Vale finished third. They were the best outside yeah. the two juggernauts. Yeah. Of course, we speak of fourth and Watton Preston. Wesley Vale finished third comfortably. They have been absolutely pants. Very English Sheffield. names, aren't they? Wesley Vale and Sheffield. It's, you know what Sheffield is? Yeah, exactly. You know what Sheffield's got the feel about it? The 2016 dogs, hum. It does. They're coming they, from they outside the top they four. They can't lose. It's a big win. It's a big win. So that means that sets up a match between uh, Motton Preston and Sheffield in the prelim because fourth absolutely just destroyed Motton. Fourth now. are unbeatable. Yeah, they are unbeatable. So who will play them? Well, they, uh, this is I a match. the second semis. You know, yeah. in the top five, the second yeah. semi. Yeah, the losing. The elimination in the first great. semi. I, I yeah. used to like that. But just have a look at Wesley Vale. Now, they expected to go through. This, this came up the day after they got bundled out. The club is seeking expressions of interest for the following roles for the 2022 NWFA season. Senior coach and senior assistant coach, reserves coach. So that's wiped them out. That is brutal. The very next day. But you know the funniest part about this, uh, Hum, before we came on air today, (laughs) we were just having a look at some of the graphics that we're going to have a look at today in the show, a bit of preparation. And that graphic came up, Wesley Vale, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Brownie looked at me and you and he said, where's Wesley Vale? (laughs) We've only been doing this league for the whole season, Nathan. Wow. He hasn't paid no, one bit of attention for the whole absolute, season. I've been paying a lot of attention to Rosebury Turek yeah, yeah. and the Olverstons, east, west, yeah, north, Olverstons. up, down. There's about 18 Olverstons. So you, you tend to forget about Wesley Vale. <laughs> Hey, oh. one of the highlights of this year in this show has been extra, extra read all about it, where I read out a, a From headline. the Sunday footy show. <laughs> a lot do come from the Sunday footy show. I read out a headline. You need to tell me who said it and what it is about. First one, if, in brackets, rival clubs want to offer me future coaching gigs for a couple of years. Scotty Pendlebury, and off. he spoke to us on Triple M Sunday. Yeah, Scotty Pendlebury. That is we were correct. very surprised that he went with it too. But and he's now, he's since tidied that up a little bit. That's why you listen to Triple M. Well, he came. He put a tweet out last night did. and said, I am a one-club player. I was talking about after Coaching. my footy career. Yes. So I think someone oh, said, oh, Scotty. Yeah, the rumour mill started thinking he was going to go somewhere else for a year and then coach. I saw yeah. Kane Corns had a dig at him last night. But the way he said it was exactly that. Right. So I've got no doubt Jeez. that he's he a little bit. Churn. I don't know whether he's upset with the club at the moment um, with the fact they're not doing contracts right. maybe and he's had time to think about it and then reassess. It would have been a shame to see him in another jumper, yeah. don't you think? 
He's got to be the unluckiest coach. He's had two years, well, both COVID years. He hasn't had a run at it whatsoever. Well, that's David Teague, obviously, they're talking about. Yep, and I think I think that is Kane Corns again. Oh, I don't know how unlucky he is, but, um, yeah, I'll go with that. Incorrect. It is Adam Cooney on the Armchair Experts. Oh, <sighs> What's the Armchair Experts? It's, it's a show that goes on like Channel a, it's 7. It's an online show on uh, 7. Does it goes on TV, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it goes. But it's it's produced like an online. Yeah, it started. It's like the front bar ilk. Started yeah, just yeah. an online the show. the power Coons had when he you played. Know what? He was extraordinary out of the stuff. Well, he? One of sports bets home is going to be flat. Nathan doesn't know what the armchair experts yeah. is. Georgie Parker's Georgie's on. on there. Oh, the Olympic thing. No. Well, no. She's on the armchair it's experts. on the armchair experts. He's Brownie. Jeez, he doesn't. Brownie? The whole season. He's been on there all year. Like, I'm a busy man. I, I can't <laughs> be across <laughs> all God. these shows. Oh, her mentor right? as well. She, she, Brandy's Georgie's mentor. Georgie, please. Absolutely not. So, <laughs> talk us through this mentorship that you're doing with her when you don't even know what show she's on. <laughs> well, we do a thing called In the Back Pocket for Fox Footy every oh, week. So. Yeah, but you're a mentor. <laughs> Since when am I a mentor? Georgie's very good at what she does. She doesn't need a mentor. That's funny. Oh, Brownie. <laughs> You've had a mare, Brandy. <laughs> You're just a romper stomper here. <laughs> would, I, would I have loved some people from within the club to come out and back me? Absolutely. That's David Teague talking at his press conference. Mm, no, incorrect. Yeah, I guess. It's, it, technically, it's from on SEN, but um, yeah, that's all right. He said, these, oh, these all right I'll tell you who he he, <clears throat> he told that to Gary and Tim. Did. No, that's his yeah. press conference, so it's oh, not SEN. Oh. Right. Anyone can grab that. It was his press conference, yeah. yeah. Every year I sit down and do my predictions. That and press conference where he looks like he's on Mars, but the, the internet connection all year's been horrendous. <laughs> right. I can't I, I understand how they haven't figured it out. And then they've got the footy there with grunt on it. Like, just show some sort of grunt, man. If they, if this, if these press conferences and the way all this stuff gets done post-COVID is still done on Zoom and crap, I'm going to... No, it won't. There's a job it. opportunity for you there, fixing up all the Zoom connections. Well, I'm not an IT guy, Franny. Mm. Every year I sit down and do my predictions and think they're old and they're going to drop off and they don't. They are phenomenal. Well, that is Geelong and that is Kane Corns talking. I reckon I'm going to say that is... Geelong and Matthew Lloyd. Kane Corns on Geelong. Thank you. Says a lot of stuff, Kane, doesn't he? He does. He does say a lot. He gets quoted a lot, doesn't mm. he? I don't think he's been given a fair go. Well, that has to be David Teague again. David Teague. I think David King had a bit of a go last week saying that he hadn't had much of a go. Anytime you want to. I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll say I'll go with you then. It is David Teague. Justin Longmill. Oh. Yeah, old Longy. Another another coach. Coaches looking after their... And last one. They've cost themselves a premiership. It's one of the greatest chokes of all time. Um, I think that's about the Bulldog. Well, it is. And maybe Kane Corns again. Yeah, that's got Cornsy written all over it. Uh, it was <laughs> Kane Corns. Hey, just... He's had a big week <laughs> here, your <laughs> mate. dollar quote Corns. <laughs> um, I know we talk about T-shirts a lot. Um, you haven't... Quite on your t-shirt again. You've had to go up my jacket, but is that from two thousand and two? Have a look at it. It is drooping <laughs> look how off. You. It, is. it is like wrinkled, mate. I, I've given up. Even this hope. arm over here is like flipped up. It's not even down. That is a cotton-on shirt from about seven years ago. Can I, I reckon. COVID's been bad for me. I've lost all self sort 
Don't look at it. I just you know can't. I see your nipple. I can't get over how droopy it is. <laughs> you look like that. You look like you that. You know what, mate? I'll give you that. I've, I've got to have a bit more pride. You do have that more. You do. You look like that. Blo- it's you know that bloke you used to live with or whatever that just never washed his clothes. Just this, would always wear just. Yeah. You walked out the door this morning and Jen was like, oh, "What's happened?" Mate, Did you know when you put it on just, and you could see your he's body. gone downhill can, since can we got married? The last time you actually got dressed up, I can't remember. At least you make an effort. I'll give you that. I would not know the process of doing buttons. Up, I, I wouldn't know how to do it. I've lost that muscle memory. I'm going to throw this T-shirt out, Brandy. What's the world? Well, how's it going in crypto? Oh, it's back. A good throw, huh? Good throw. <laughs> I swore. So Bitcoin's back. It's had a bit of a drop off this morning. It's been about five or six percent across the more, board. It's got more run in it. Do you think? It's got a little bit more run in it. I Ooh. think, Matthew. But if you've heard the space, the NFTs. Everyone's talking about NFTs, which is a non fungible token, which is like, you can buy it online. So it's like digital art. So it's like holding a store of asset, like. It's like a it's property a yeah. improves in value. You buy a property in Northcote, 10 years later, it's meant to be worth yeah. double. So an NFT is a non-fungible token. So it might be digital art and there's a lot of artists yeah, out there making that? money. But, but how? Like what, what does it actually Because they mean? put it on this program. On, there's a website called OpenSea.io and all the NFTs are on there, all the different categories, whether it's finance, whether it's art, whether it's sport, politics. Um, and so I thought I was going to get in on the game. I thought everybody's talking about this NFTs. I yeah. keep seeing people on Twitter making yeah. extraordinary gains. Yeah. So I went on there and I asked a mate of mine who's into it, who's bought a few. He bought one of the early LeBron packs in the NBA Top Shop. So it's like footy cards. Um, like a, you you and, physically want to look at them, don't you? You don't want to. And so what do you actually get with it? Once so, you own you it. Just, you keep it in your wallet, your online wallet, and you can look at it, but it's just yours. So it sits there. But what's the stuff of going to YouTube and watching it? But, but no, like, it's just. Uh, I don't get it. I understand it. you're questioning. Huh? So, so get to what you bought then. So I bought this thing called um, <laughs> the Gutter Cat Gang. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a picture of the Gutter Cat Gang. This is what I bought. <laughs> so bought? that is an NFT, right? <laughs> That is an NFT. So I bought that. And so that stores in my hey, someone's having a laugh in my online things. wallet, right? You didn't buy that. I bought that, right? For 0.5 of an Ethereum. So Ethereum's around 3,300 US. So it was about about 1600, right? You paid 1600 for that. I took. I could have drawn that for sixteen. I took for it out of some profits. I just right? described just for those listening. We, we get it back up on the screen. What is it? <laughs> it's just it's a cat. It's with a cat a, with an afro with a necklace. So there's it's just a picture. There's of a ten thousand of these cats. Someone's drawn, right? right. So one person's drawn these ten thousand cats. Each one of them is slightly different, and so the rarer ones obviously slightly different go right. for more. But right. I'm going to tell you, right? So I bought that. So 0.5 of an Ethereum. And then it went up. It started going up over the course of a week. I'm like, this is extraordinary. This is what people have been talking about. It just keeps going up and up up only. And it got to two Ethereum, the the ones that are similar to mine. You've made three thousand two hundred dollars. So I put it up for sale, and yeah. it sold instantly for two Ethereum. Right. I've checked back like a couple of days ago. These things are going for twelve Ethereum now. Oh. So twelve times but they're going for about forty grand. I paid fifteen hundred or sixteen hundred. So now they're going for forty thousand. The bottom of it falls out at so some point because it's a bubble. So the clearly, guy, the guy that has drawn those cats is absolutely laughing. He's made four hundred grand, and it's, it's, just a, it's, a, it's like a Microsoft Paint. But, oh. but that guy, it. that guy that drew them all, right? So he gives the opportunity to people. So at the base of it, people buy them for about 0.05 of an Ethereum, which is about 300 bucks, right? So he gets the $300. But then every sale after that, yeah, yeah. he gets 5% every time it sells. But I don't get It's just a picture. Like, what's to stop me drawing it? Can I just draw something and stick it on this, this app? You can. 
You can draw stuff. It's got you can go <laughs> images by Hummer, and you can load them up and see if they see if they sell. You should. I want. I you just know what we'll do next year. Create a limited edition create Hummer an NFT. NFT. All right, see I if will. You can sell them. But this thing just keeps going up. Right, this thing keeps going up, and I sold it. So, no, what's well the, what, what have I been telling you the whole lot? Always hold. Always yeah, hold. Well on. done. Like Laguna. It's a picture of a cat. I tell you what. Well done, mate. Hey, uh, well, while you were buying NFTs, I've just been sitting on YouTube. I'm um, like you said, right? So you're smarter the than me. Uh, I'm not making also any known money. As the free NFT. I'm I also s- bought one called the Koala Intelligence Society. Oh, oh my god! All right, what All we right. Got? so I was on um, YouTube the other night. I've been bored, you know, late at night. We're sick of being at home, and I've been watching a lot of um, YouTube video clips. Right, just yep. sitting there having a look. Jen's watching the Housewives <clears throat> of New York. I'm on YouTube. And I've been looking at a lot of video clips and really listening to the lyrics, Nathan. Mm. So next week I'm going to come in. I'll just sort of give you a heads up. Right. Oh. I'm going to, now, we know how Brownie's the footballer's poet. Yep. Remember he had the photo with the oh, notepad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. sitting in the bar. No, with the Kurt Cobain the T-shirt on. Mm. So over the final series, I'm going to bring in a couple of lyrics. He's <laughs> <laughs> never had one. You wouldn't know what Jack Daniels tastes like. I think it was Jim B. <laughs> so next week I'm going to bring in some lyrics, Nathan. Oh, you're going to, I like uh, it. You're going to translate it maybe. Now, the other thing we've got to get on to now. This hum, is big. This is big. You'll know time. last week I brought in uh, a rumour surrounding our man, Nathan Brown. Went viral across the Went internet. Went viral surrounding his Balenciaga yeah. shoes and whether they were fake. Now, for people who don't know what Balenciaga shoes look like, just take a look at this. Okay. What do we have here? The Balenciagas. You don't get a box with the fakes, Matthew. Have a look at these bad boys, eh? Have a look at the extra heel, the thickness. Have a look at that. The Balenciagas, yeah. So there they are, huh? There they are. So for those watching, we'll make sure we get that up on Instagram. And Brownie, I don't know what your voice was doing there. I don't know. I was just trying to do a bit of humour work. So Brownie's claiming, obviously, that they're not fake just because you've got the box. That doesn't mean a thing. It could be a fake box as well. Okay, Okay, so I I last week said that I... you have so, a so, so the fakes come with boxes now, do they? Yeah, I, they it could be a fake box as like, well. A fake so, box. Well, you just saw the box. It's there. So last week I said I had a source that yep. had claimed that these were fake. This is where, this is where the whole thing started. This is from, where it all it? started. So I went to my source and he was happy to go on record with it. Oh. Now, Sam, can you please confirm for me that Nathan Brown's Balenciaga shoes are not real? They're fake. No, they're Balenciagas. They no. are uh, faux. Fraud, uh, fake is another word, yeah. and the man—the man has actually told me himself. Right, thank so you. That's all I need. Confirming that. Thank you. So, you, wow, so not is claiming only... that you told him they were fake. What's going on? I can't remember doing that, Matthew. I may have said something along the way, and you know, been silly about it. Fake? But you are taking the word of a man a with red hair. And B, who decides to put that red hair up into a top knot as well? Yeah, he's <laughs> a strange. A it's a strange. No, I nah, think it wasn't he's, a top he's got. Knot. You he's know what he does? Oh, he slips it back as he looked like a top knot. So, are they fake or not? No, they're not fake. So you claim you're hundred percent. You hundred percent real in the eye here and say that because I've real. told you that my wife bought them for me. Okay, she's upset with you. Right. Oh, and this is what she put together. Hey, <laughs> what? Your Balenciagas? They're not. I bought them for you. Is he kidding? No. Surely you can't be as if. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember? 
and we're in Bali and he bought the fake Ray-Bans and he was yeah, running them for a couple of years when we got back home. <laughs> oh, now, that is magnificent. Did oh, you no. run around with fake Ray-Bans from Bali for a while and then leave them at my house and then ring me to say, are my glasses there? Don't worry about it because they're only fake Barley ones if you can't find them. Richo's turned this around well. Hasn't she? She has absolutely well. nailed that. I did wear fake <laughs> All right, that puts it to bed then. They I are. believe Christine. <laughs> hey, Richo, we had a phone call on Saturday morning. Yeah. I was still in bed when you rang because I got a tweet from our man, Red Bartlett. Now, Red Bartlett yes. said that he had some footage uh, of, our man. of our man. Which concerned me. That perhaps wasn't suitable to send. I said, oh, can you send it to me? He yeah. said, no, I, I don't want to send it publicly because yeah. it's not very appropriate. So inappropriate, Channel 9 didn't want to show it. So we pricked up. So we, yeah, our ears pricked up. And, and, be careful. and Brownie, you went into a tailspin because Brown, Richo <laughs> called me shortly after he spoke to you because your uh, freckle turned into the size of a little of a, of a pinhead. <laughs> you got a little bit nervous because... You just didn't know what was involved well, he, in this tape he, and you seen, start to scramble. Well, he's seen some of the work Rhett's put up over the last uh, two years. He's got some mm. real good stuff, Rhett, and he's just his mind started racing. He did. He didn't know what be. it was. And you said, this is not going. I've, you know, I work in the media. I've got a profile. I've got kids and a family. <laughs> and I've said, stuff it. So without it, further eh? ado, let's play the footage. You've been excellent on this trip. You've gone and watched Radio Head play live in, uh, in Dublin. What? What have you said? We've had. We've had to. I wanted to play. So nothing. We it out. That was Trent Crowe asking the questions. Yep, former Hawthorne star. This is on the the tour to Ireland. What year? Two thousand. Okay, so you are clearly at a function there, and Trent's asked you what you did clearly, last night. Clearly, been drinking oh too. Oh my god, way What's too much to drink. Too much Guinness. Uh, so you went to Radiohead in Dublin. I did. And With uh, Wayne Campbell and Andy Calloway. So what what is it? What was it better than? We had to beep it out. I had to beep it out. Well, well, I I can't remember to be honest. What would you say it's better than? Was it better than? <laughs> you go on say sex. It. Is that what you said? I think is I might have said, said it back in the day, twenty three years ago, Matthew. And that's what you clowns <laughs> so are bringing to the said, table he now. Said better, he said better. I than... tell you what, when Rhett started putting out on Twitter that I can't go with it, it's uh, on these channels. I'm like, worried. what the hell have I said? <laughs> I, now, can I just put now? It wasn't a big deal and it was a bit of fun, but you know how you talk about my head turning upside yeah. down when I have a few beers? It did. I think you might want to have a look in the mirror there, Nathan. <laughs> it turned upside down because then I started following Rhett Bartlett on Twitter thinking, you know, what else has he got? <laughs> so, um, but um, let's have a look at uh, celebrity hunting with Matthew Richardson. Oh, now, throw. we've spoken a couple of times about your ability to put yourself out on social media <laughs> and for people to say, oh, Matthew, how cool are you? And, you know, look at this, look at these people you know. You comment on things you never should comment on. You are just like a human headline at the moment. You're like, actually, you're like Acker. You're like Acker but turned around. You didn't do it when you played, but now you want to be like Acker. Like, look at me. <laughs> I can say the most stupid thing. I know this person. But this is what you posted during the week. You posted a photo, just out of the blue, just out, out of the blue. blue. Like there's no, 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 not even any context. So describe it for those listening. No, no, this is, is Hugh Jackman and he, he's got a photo of himself next to Hugh Jackman. So lucky in my job to meet some great Australians. What chance Hugh Jackman actually wore this Tigers jumper <laughs> I presented to him? And um, I said, I think we need an intervention. <laughs> Richard. Now, what context is that in? Well, like that was years ago. 
Well, I saw Stephen Quartermain. We know you know Quarters, obviously. Quarters has been putting up. Look, we're in isolation. We're bored. We're looking back through old photos. Quarters has been putting I'll up. Repost them. Putting up photos. I just thought that people might want to how, see a how photo of me. How was it? <laughs> they didn't. How was it received on social? No, not well. Unfortunately, well, though, before? it's not your only infraction. <laughs> Let's have a look at the next one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a picture of Richo standing at a Coles, obviously for some type of promotion. And you've done a flashback again. Admit- with Usain Bolt, and the, the caption is flashback, one times goat emoji times one times, was it a house? Oh, it's the poo emoji. Oh, one times the poo emoji. Oh, great caption. Richo. What about Brody Holland's commented? <laughs> he liked it. Brody liked it. <laughs> you telling me you wouldn't be happy meeting Usain Bolt. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't and repost it, though. Oh. Richo, what are you doing? Great to meet at UFC champ Ronda Rousey. I love how he tags it just in case she retweets today. Guess what? I've tagged all going three. To be, going to be epic at Eddie Stadium. I've tagged all three of those celebrities. And nothing back? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But we do have one more photo. No, there couldn't there, be any. No, nah, there is one more photo that unfortunately involves the both of you. What's that one? Oh, that's... Great prick, Grand Prick memory, spelt very wrong. Nate Brown and... <laughs> <laughs> You've spelled it wrong. You've spelled it wrong. You spelled Grand Prix with a C instead of an X. Look at old chiseled Bill Brown there. Jeez, you were chiseled back oh, I need to get that back. Look, Brownie, you are chiseled there, but look at you. What, what face are you going with here, Brownie? Like, you know what how happy with yourself no, are you no, there? No, no. You know why? Because the night before, this is a Saturday, we played round one. I'm pretty sure it was against the Bulldogs and we lost by 118 points on a Friday night. So this was the Saturday following it and I reckon there's not too many smiles there because of what happened the night before. I don't think we felt too good about ourselves. You are chiselled there though, aren't you? It's a chisel off between... Yeah, the, and the, Brown. Yeah. I can't. I just love how you spoke Grand Prix. It's not Coulthard either. What is it? <laughs> it's Mark <laughs> Webber. Oh my God. No wonder they don't hit you back. You don't even know who they are. You don't even care who they but are. Don't tell you as long as I can, in that. As long as I can get my photo with a famous person, I don't even care what their name is. Sorry, it was Mark Webber. I made a mistake. <laughs> Talk us through the spelling of Grand Prix. Oh, I don't know what it is. He's, he's just a bozo from Tasmania, isn't he? All right, Richo, what's oh, doing here? I apologise to Mark Webber there. I- it's doing my f***ing head in. It's hard to come back from that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll tell you what's doing my head in. It was all Australian squad the other night. Mm. Okay, Your last one? Yep, yeah, my last one. Now, what, uh, once again, as soon as the squad gets released online, the hate starts coming in. Yes. It starts immediately. I love it. The comments underneath, you know, everyone's just bagging the squad and they want to bag who's not in it. Why don't we celebrate... Bailey Dale being in it. Didn't you think that was a good story? I think Bailey Dale should be in the team. Okay. So why didn't in anyone say 22. that? 22. Why didn't someone say What about Paul Seedsman? Well, I don't get on Twitter and comment like you. Paul Seedsman, the number one rated wingman in the competition this year. What a great year he had. No one wants to talk about that. All we want to talk about is who isn't in it. Yeah. Right? Travis Boke's not in it. Yeah, it's a good Cam point. Cam Guthrie's not in it. Yeah, it's a and, good point again. And all people do is bag that. Why can't we celebrate achievement Why do we need to have the why? Australian squad? Why do you yeah, need that the squad? Why can't you go up, name the 22, and then you obviously get the the comments on the do back of that. Do you agree that all no, we want to There's no need do, for 40. I'll, I'll answer that in a minute. Do you agree that all we do when we announce things in this country is just put it down? We never yep. celebrate it. No, I agree with that. I've I agree enough. with that. It does my head in. So much so that I'm done. Travis Boke was stiff. 
Should we look at there's there a lot stiff. of stiff players? Now. Yeah, who, who else? Goes out who then? else hey? goes out then? Oh, the Rory Laird. Like you had two Adelaide Rory, players in there. Rory Laird had a great year, but Adelaide finished where they did, and a lot of those possessions were easy possessions. Travis Boak's possessions were very good yeah. possessions. Rory Laird, great year. Probably wins the best and fairest of Adelaide. Will. But I thought if you had a, had a choice between those two, Can clearly Travis Boak is the one. Travis Boak is very stiff. There's mm. probably six or seven very stiff players. Yep. I think Bailey Dale should be the starting halfback flanker. So you got that one right. Find out. Find out. You know who I've just realised who Richo reminds me of in that T-shirt? Who? Have you seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> You know the, yeah. the the decrepit grandpa that's just lying in bed in oh, filthy clothes. That's what he looks like. You can't talk about t-shirts, <laughs> honey. All right, let's see who's been nominated for the Nuffy Jar this week. Looks to be a frequent attendee of the Nuffy Jar, a man that has probably popped in almost as much as you, Richo, this year. Our man, Tommy Brown. Is he the winner? He has to be the yearly winner. He we could he could be put in there for five or six or seven tweets every single uh, every single week. But I think what tops he, it this week? He does a lot of good work. He does a great he's a, a great work, and he was. Uh, he I was, like Tom. He's a good man of uh, a good friend What's of the brand he until he week? stitched us up for forty disposal gate one Throw day. Of the tweet, mate. I'm glad it's not. Well, it's not, a tweet. it's not one of us Randy, this week. Do do? I don't think it's a tweet. This is his press conference. Bevo, uh, commiserations. Just on that last play, I'll start with that. Obviously, Bailey Smith's kick. What were your thoughts on? That last play, was that sort of in accordance with what you sort of had instructed the guys to do? And, and it was obviously, it was a pretty bad luck. Uh, what part of it, Tom, was bad luck to you? Well, I'm just asking, sorry, I'll rephrase the question. What, what did you think, do you think his kick was going to go through? Uh, from my vantage point, no, I, I thought Norts might have marked it. But um, what, what, um, what, did you think it was going to go through? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think <laughs> Bevo answered it. He liked his time again, Tom. He, I'll, let hard, me rephrase you know the what? question by completely changing it. You know what? It's hard. When you ask the first question, it would be nerve-wracking, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Well, not for Tom. He's the chief football reporter oh. at Channel 7. But look. It wasn't his best question. But it wasn't. You know, it's Bevo's, after the game. Bevo is, he's rough with journos when he's. I thought Bevo handled himself pretty I well. I thought Bevo handled it quite well. I thought he handled it very well. It could have gone the other way. Oh, yeah. Imagine I, asking Mick Malthouse that question. Hey, can I oh. tell you, like, I've interviewed coaches straight after games when they're like, like Mick, and yeah. you can go to water, I'll yeah. tell you. They're, they're real, <laughs> they get real, their eyes are looking at you. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think it was Jay-Z, um, Jay-Z Clark, who asked Mick, do you think the boys come to play? And, <laughs> and, and Mick said, oh, what, what, what do you mean? What, do they come to play marbles? What, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give some votes out next. Show wrapping up. Before we do, we've got some awards to give out, some homotheticals to ask. Uh, let's have a look at the best, the Bont on Thanks 15. So. But I tell you what, Ollie Wines, who we've got as favourite to win the Brownlow, is not anywhere in there. The Bont 15, seen, Jeremy Cameron, 8, Christian Petrakis, 7. Carl Amon in there. Darcy Paris, 7. While for the worst, West Coast on 26 have, dare I say, an unassailable lead at this point. St Kilda 21, Carlton 17, Collingwood 16, and Christo very quickly climbing up the ranks with 11. Gentlemen, your best. All right, my best. I'll give one to Nick Natanui in a losing team. Did you did you watch that yep, display of ruck work from him the other night? It was brilliant. Yep. Ten clearances on his own and his ruck work. He, it looks sure he had 12 clearances, and it's because of his hitouts. He He's amazing, Nick Nat. I love him. Buddy, six goals too. How good is it to have Buddy back in September and flying? I loved what he did the other day. And I've given, this is a rarity, given the AFL three votes. Ooh. 
for finally recommending that Tasmania ah. should have a 19th licence. Well done. I'm going to go one vote to Devin Smith. I thought it was his best game of the season on the weekend. And Devin Smith, well. if he gets the ball at halfback, he'll have a shot no matter what. Yeah. He'll try and break eight tackles. Do you see how many he gave off? Yeah, I think he he'd been instructed, Devin, we need you to play more of a team game. And he gave them off. I reckon he had four or five assists. direct goal assists. Two votes to the man that got left out of the All-Australian squad in Travis Boak. I thought his game late was outstanding. 30-odd disposals, two goals, three. And three votes to Max Gorn. You know the other thing with the old Australian squad, you got to, people tend to look at the back half of the year too much. You've yeah. got to look at it as a whole season, Nathan. Shame. Uh, I'll give one vote. I'll give one vote to Reese Stanley, not for his game, because up until and three quarter time, kick a man while he's down. Yeah. No, just poor man, man was embarrassed in front of him. Up until three quarter, shown his head. <laughs> Saturday, three, I just told Richo's you, Richo's just sunk the boots in. Would you want? Oh, you can have my Balenciagas <laughs> while you do it. They're going to be eight extra inches on the bottom of them. They'll hurt him. I can't believe you even wear them things. They're worse than my T-shirt. And this was about 15 bucks, not 1500 Reece Stanley, he needed to defend that high ball. If you're going to follow Gorn down there, you've got to defend it. Two to the Carlton board. Yep. Seriously. <laughs> so he had to defend it, did he? Thanks <laughs> for the scoop, Sandra Tully. <laughs> for obvious reasons, what what's going on? with this review. Seriously, let David Teague know whether he's coaching or not coaching. Yep. I feel for David Teague at the moment. And three to Frio, they had to go down there and have a win in Hobart against St Kilda. St Kilda had nothing to play for. Yeah. Frio, if they had have won that game, they put a bit of pressure on Essendon. Look, I think Essendon would have won anyway, but they didn't turn up. The Saints flogged them. I gave one vote to Richo and his All-Australian selected buddies for leaving oh. Travis Boak out. <laughs> <laughs> He's furious. He's furious. He wasn't going to do it, but then he brought it up in his uh, what's doing my head in. You know so, what? Oh. Nathan he doesn't understand the process, Hummer. Two votes I gave to Carlton for the same reasons you did, and I think it's very similar, and three votes to also Fremantle. So oh. votes are very similar except for um, <laughs> you sinking the boots into Reece Stanley. <laughs> I, I actually said Reese would be backed in this week and he'll play well against Scott Lysett. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've got some hypotheticals to finish. Oh, Darcy made it too. Yeah, he did. Uh, did you think he had a good year? Had a great year. Hypotheticals are back to their original you format. Big on him though. Uh, no, I'm going to I'm going to back over this because you want to keep bringing. Oh, earlier on in the year you oh, said yeah. I, I don't know said he can play. He was playing centre half forward one day against the Western Bulldogs at <laughs> Eddie Hatt Stadium, and he didn't play that role well. Yep. As a ruckman, he had an All Australian squad yep. year. Mm. The next week think he, he put in a Polly Farmer performance as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you listening to what I'm saying, Nathan? Because it makes me feel better to not. I, I'm saying <laughs> yep. that day he was playing as a Ford. He's not an All-Australian Ford. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying right, I'm going to yeah. wrap this up with <clears throat> some hypotheticals. This was sent in by a listener, a, a good fan of the show, Oscar Wright on Twitter. Aliens invade Earth tomorrow. They asked to meet one representative for mankind, but not someone in the government. Who are we sending from the AFL world? To represent mankind? Yeah. Marcus Bond and Pelly. For me. Oh, Ooh, wow! Who is he's just. A, I was scared you were going to say Dangerfield. No, he's just. Oh. He's just the all-round package. Not Danger. He's a great guy. He's a great leader. He's a super player. He's measured. He speaks well. Got a big, big beak though. Yeah, he's well, very want, good. Do you want them representing? Bont is my man. Uh, maybe Max Gorn. Big Max. Yeah. yeah, I think he disarm. Scare him. 
No, I think he disarmed them because he gets out, he got the bald head, he's got the big beard. So we intimidate like, them. Yeah. yeah, bash the aliens. Don't you want someone I'm who like, can negotiate? Don't want to bash them. <laughs> He's a very intelligent man, Max. Yeah, Do we want to? You're saying he's not intelligent. He can't no, no, negotiate. I thought you were going the fear factor. Because are we trying to scare? Are we trying to scare are the trying aliens to scare off, or are we you? trying to welcome them? I'm negotiating no, with them because Max I'm can negotiate. I reckon. Are you? So who are you sending, Mike Tyson? <laughs> no. Well, who's the who's the best, who's the toughest fighter in the? Oh, that's a gypsy king. Send push up. Yeah. Well, no. It's got to be a current player. Who's yeah. who's Charlie the most Dixon. ferocious? Charlie, yeah, maybe Charlie Dixon. Send big chats. Ch- Charlie Dixon, aren't there to go whack some skulls? Um, okay, you can wish for anything, but every single time you do, you lose either a random finger or a random toe. How many wishes are you taking, and what are you wishing for? I know plenty of people without fingers who go okay. Scotty Wine, who so I many, who won a, yeah. a Brownlow medal, he got, he's missing this finger here. So, so how many are you prepared to cut off? How many were you happy to do? And he played I'm, footy I'd have four, without that. I'd have four wishes. I'm prepared to lose I'm prepared to lose both my little fingers. But you don't get to both pick. My little you don't toes. get to pick. Oh, I'm still prepared to lose four. Four wishes. One off each. No, I think you get to pick. But if you lose your thumb, you lose your balance. I'm gonna lose a couple of toes. If you use, lose But your... would you go f- only two then? You'd only have what two. What do you wishes. need four wishes for? Well, I just want to have as many wishes as I can, and I think I can cope with one less of each. All right. Let's well, what if you use the first wish to wish you can't, rid- you okay. can't lose any limb, any fingers? COVID's eliminated straight away. You'd waste it. That's one wish. Waste a wish on oh, that. that. That helps everyone, don't right? I wish that uh, World my, peace. I wish for my daughters to always be healthy for the rest of their life. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, family okay. health would definitely be one. Yeah. Okay. Selfishly, how much money are you asking for? Like you're asking for a trillion dollars or you don't need a trillion dollars? No, no, I, I, I wish for enough coin to just not ever have to worry about anything, be able to go on a holiday. So I reckon give me a, give me 100 mil just to enjoy the rest of yeah, my life. Yeah, 100 mil. That's you can my selfish one. Mil. And I want to uh, – and another little one for myself. I just want to – I want to see the Tigers win another premiership one day. Yeah. As yeah, a supporter in the you, For that, you could have potentially lost both thumbs, both big toes, which means you can't Well, I've walk got rid of COVID. I've got all the money I need and my daughters are healthy. So yeah. Jen's unhealthy? Hey. Oh, but my, my family, Jen. yeah, my yeah. family. No, you yeah. said your daughters. You, well, you I meant Jen. I meant Jen. What about you, if you, you wished? Sorry, you did leave her out though. What if you <laughs> wished for it? You could wish for enough money that you then invest don't in a company don't that you, makes prosthetic thumbs. You know that's not. Yeah, you give up. You give up a few. Yeah, I'd give up. I think four. Uh, okay, last one. Would you sell your pet for one million dollars? <laughs> Kev the cat. Kev for a million. Million, bu- million bucks. Where does the million go to? Does it go to good? No, it goes to you. No, I wouldn't. No, you, <laughs> that's a good point. You get the million dollars, Brownie. What do you mean? Where does it go? I'll yeah. give you a million dollars for your dog. How are you going to explain that to the kids? Many years ago, I had a couple of beagles when I lived in <laughs> Richmond. Um, I gave them away. <laughs> For free. Mate, he'd, so sell, his, say, yeah. he'd sell his soul for a million Brandy, be honest. You are 100% taking the million bucks for really? your dog. Yep. I'm not taking it. I Absolutely. like Kev. He's a good cat. It's a million bucks for Kev. You get a new Kev. Kev, I'd, I'd take, Kev, Kev the second. I'd get a, I'd Ten get million. A, ten, yeah, I would. <laughs> All right, that will do us for this week. Thank you for joining us. Good luck. Stay safe out there. And for heaven's sake, given most of our listeners are between 18 and 39, the good news is you can go and get Pfizer. Just go and get it done so yes. we can get the hell yeah. out of this crap. Good luck on the punt. Gamble responsibly.